Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, We have a variety of reward tiers over there. Yeah. Uh, At the $5 a month tier, we've got uh, bonus content. Today we're doing Ask Steve and Larson. The award winning. The award winning, uh, sometimes absent. Ask Stephen Larson. Last week we plum forgot about it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a downside of doing something that's so well liked. Yeah, sometimes you just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So well received, just completely slips your mind. Hey, happy yeah. birthday, man! Thanks, man. You I appreciate it. Now? Hopefully, you don't have this already. Oh, what is this? Oh man, what is this awesomeness? It's, it's a gift. I'm gonna open it right now. Good. I said, hopefully, you don't have it. Is it a portrait of Ed Edwards? Sadly, no. That'd be a little weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. What is this? Whoa! I've never even seen this before. Oh, okay. Holy crap. The art of Juan Ortiz, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yeah, look pretty neat. Oh, man, that is so rad. Thank you. You're welcome. Ah, oh, this is like the coolest. I've never even seen this before. Holy crap. I've seen it. I, I've had that in mind for a potential Christmas or birthday gift for a while. And I was like, all right, let's finally get it. That's so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, wow. It is Steve's birthday, Epico. It is. Suplex Casey says, "Happy birthday, Uncle Steve! Take my money." It's the most. It's the most boring year. I'm I'm nine years away from having another interesting number for a birthday. I'm on road to Uh fifty, but I'm just starting out on road to fifty. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of. I got a year head start on you. Woke up and. uh, just another day, man. It's just just another day. Just another day. <laughs> and my shoulder is all out of sorts because of yesterday. Oh dear. <laughs> because oh, of the Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews dance. Thing. It's not really. Oh, Epico says to stream labs away. Oh, oh. no. Oh Uh-oh. no. Epico, just hey, just just look, your face reveal earlier in the week was birthday present enough. Yeah. I think. You don't need to give me. Minion anything. says happy fiftieth birthday, Steve. 
Thank you very much. No, I said I'm road to 50. No, he's just getting out in front of it all. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. villain, Alan Black. Happy birthday, Steve. Pour yourself a little bit of the... Bubbly. Bubbly. <laughs> well, that's, it's not old yet. No, Joshua Martinez is happy birthday, Steve. Thank you very much. I have one in mind that we all try to do this weekend if I have time. You did the, the uh, Raw Nets beat my bubbly. I wanted to see how fast I could, I could crap yeah, it one out. It took about three minutes. Yeah, it did. Um, I have one in mind. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I think it could be really good. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Good. You know what it is. I told you yesterday. Oh, dude. In one ear. All right. I'll tell you. I'm glad that I don't remember because I'll be surprised. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen. Happy birthday, Steve. I'll have a drink in your name. Not surprising. You love alcohol. So, uh, yeah, Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, A couple programming notes. Uh, We've gotten starting next week. Here's the thing. This is going to be. There's going to be some changes around here. Yeah, we're coming five, changes. fifth anniversary show of the 22nd. So It's our fifth anniversary, and then in October, of course, everybody's talking about this. Today, uh, WrestleTalk, our good friend who's over at WrestleTalk, mm-hmm. they put up a video uh, where they're talking about they're hiring people because of this October business. Yeah, uh, They're going to have to be working on Saturdays. All those fellows in the U.K. have to be working on Saturdays. So, uh, yeah, man, if you're looking to get into the pro wrestling uh, YouTube business yeah. i guess yeah uh go check out the wrestle talk video man if you're in the uk i don't know if they need people in the uh oh my goodness epico with a hundred dollar stream labs thank you epico. he said take the money and go get drunk there you go thank you so much that's so nice of you d minor happy birthday steve now come get squash and nba 2k i you know it's what calling you out thank you so much d minor uh I, I i was gonna play it last night i bought it last night and I was going to play it, but then it, you know, it said, oh, you can play now. And then it said copying game, and it was taking forever. And then there's all sorts of people saying there's all sorts of server issues. Oh, dear. So not surprising that happens when it's a really popular game. DKC Return says burn one for Steve, stoners. All right. Wow. Encouraging a little bit of the marijuana. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways. It's legal in several states. Now. It is, including California. Yeah. It's great. Um, so... Thank you all for your birthday wishes. Thank you for, for my present. That's really awesome. Uh, Hope you enjoy. Heck yeah, man. You like some... art. You like Star Trek. Seemed to be oh, uh, dude, the, the yeah, perfect absolutely. thing. No, that's that's terrific. I saw like they have some on the back here. Yeah, they look pretty neat, like old school. Uh, the one the... with Riker, the frame of mine. That's great. That's yeah. like one of the best old school movie posters or uh, book covers. Still bleeding. Like a data's day. Yeah, that's, that's neat. awesome. That's good stuff. So let's talk about. Mission! Oh, we have to talk about wrestling news now. Oh, oh, no, changes first. Yeah, okay, changes, sorry. Uh, starting next week, uh, we're going to start going live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Yes, yes, As opposed to 9, or usually it's closer to like 9.15 or 9.30 is what it usually is. Now it's going to be Monday through Friday, uh, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Although we do have to talk about what we're going to do on Wednesdays, if we're actually going to be live on Wednesdays. Well, we still have we still have another month until SmackDown starts. No, no, no. I know. Ta- st- starting in October, though. Yeah. yeah. Next week here. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. This, this is one of the one of the changes going to happen. Uh, it's going to be live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, what is that? 1 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And then 6 p.m. Uh, Brexit time. 6 p.m. or 4 p.m. Yeah, it's later. Okay, so yeah, 6 p.m. Six, yeah, 6 p.m. Brexit ahead. time. Boris time. Um, so yeah, and that's honestly like just uh, in case you're wondering why. Uh, we just need like a little bit more prep time. Like we know we're just late every day, like mm-hmm. getting the show live. Yeah. And so it's like, well, why don't we just start like an hour later? Yeah. And and do that. So that's what we're doing. And not feel rushed. And not yeah, not feel rushed. Uh, wake up a little bit. 
And uh, like I, you know, there's some writing that I want to do for various projects we have in the pipeline. And uh, I just, I need some extra time to do that. So. Uh, Minion TM69 says, here's some birthday money. Would be more, but tool tickets aren't cheap. Hey man, go enjoy that tool. Yeah. Go enjoy. I've, I've not listened to the rest of their album. I just listened to like first couple songs. I listened to a little bit of it. Just, it sounds like tool. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that people, like, I think if you're, like, if you're into tool, you're like really into tool. Yeah. So you'll just, you'll soak it all in and really love it. Yeah. I appreciate tool. Yeah, they're all right. I like them. I think they're good. They're all right. Yeah. People right. really seem to, okay. Why do you keep saying that? Well, that's my opinion, man. All right. You said you like them. I'm saying, yeah, they're all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, that's it's right. All right. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Bischoff! Yeah. Eric Bischoff is in the hot seat. Larson, well, what's maybe. going on with that? So uh, earlier this week, Melser talked on Wrestling Observer Radio, I believe, about how there's some creative changes going on backstage. WB, the rap has some additional details uh, as to what's going on regarding this creative shakeup. This is what I had to say, quote, WWE is uh, undergoing a major behind-the-scenes shakeup with Raw head writer Ed Kosky replacing Ryan Ward as SmackDown lead writer under executive director Eric... Bishop! An individual with knowledge of the plans told The Wrap. Uh, Jonathan uh, Beckstrom, the former lead writer of 205 Live, is backfilling Kosky's lofty raw role under executive director Paul Heyman. The changes have been made, or sorry, have been in the works for weeks and follow what the insider called a botched summer storyline involving a doppelganger for bad guy Eric Rowan. Do you have, yeah, okay. Let's let's just skip ahead really quick and then we'll go and then we'll backtrack. Yeah. That was hilarious to me because uh, <clears throat> the rap also got into the issues with the current who attacked Roman story with their source saying the angle the NWO Rowan was botched so bad that quote explaining to anyone what it was supposed to be wouldn't make any sense at all. Larson, what do you think that is? What do you think it would be? What wouldn't make sense to anybody? You're usually good at like fantasy booking and stuff. Like uh, alternate dimension type stuff? Yes! That would be awesome. Like Daniel Bryan. No, Rawgate. Ra- Daniel <laughs> Bryan discovered Rawgate and, uh, and, and, and brought uh, NWO Rowan over to our reality so that he would be the culprit. That was actually, yeah, that was a good guy, Eric, right there. That's mm-hmm. what we saw on TV. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a, good, that's, that's a good explanation. It explains why we haven't been hired as writers for WWE. Exactly. Because they probably watched... Maybe Bischoff was really into We Book Raw Maybe, and, and the Raw Gate technology. ideas directly from him. People were like, what the hell are you talking about? That could be. A couple of idiots playing poorly playing uh, this video game, and you want to take ideas from them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> They're like, but listen, they've got Raw Gate technology. Bischoff thought it was real. Yeah. Uh, the rap, so anyways, yeah, go The rap continues. Ward will, be, Ward will be taking a short-term leave of absence, the insider said, declined to specify the reason for his leave. Um, should he return to WB from that leave, Ward will likely join the home team or the company's non-traveling group of riders. I believe Ryan Ward has been on the SmackDown running team since the brand split, since the draft back in 2016. Yeah. Um, he got promoted, I guess. If you want Wasn't to call he that. the name we heard associated with the Mixed Match Challenge, too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And We've always heard good things about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. Uh, and the rap also mentions that the, the getting sent to the, the home team kind of viewed like as a demotion mm-hmm. yeah that's just kind of how they framed it um they have one little interesting bit here too the rap does uh their source added that the moves are quote due to a perceived lack of direction at smackdown and the smackdown moves also come amid growing questions about bischoff's leadership of the show the insider cited bischoff's decision to hire stevie long a former sons of anarchy writer who was found asleep 
in the writer's room by longtime producer, doot, 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 Michael yes. P.S. Hayes. Yes. On his first day yes. on the road with WB. Larson, if I recall correctly, having seen every episode of Sons of Anarchy. I haven't seen a single one. Can, but you do know. You do understand what that show is about, correct? Motorcycle gang. Motorcycle gang! Eric Bischoff literally hired a writer whose main job was to write about motorcycle gangs for SmackDown Live. Yeah. That's amazing. Predictable till the end, isn't he? That could that's that's one of those things that's like too ridiculous. Like if we had cracked a joke about him hiring writers from Sons of Anarchy, it would have been too obvious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's in, that's amazing. So then this guy comes in and, and is, is, he fell asleep. It's probably exhausting, though. Oh, I know. That, that I, seems I know. like one of those things that's probably fairly innocuous and then it got blown up. I don't necessarily blame him for that. Yeah. Wasn't, and like he's probably just chilling out in the writer's room by himself. Like, all right, time to get a couple Z's in before right. uh, riding, next meeting. Riding through this world. Looking at the back of my eyelids. Back of my eyelids. Anyways, yeah, so uh, he fell asleep and then somebody saw it. I mean, that's not somebody. Doot, doot, doot. Yeah, sorry, Michael Hayes. <laughs> I'm getting some sleep there. Imagine waking up to Michael Hayes. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, doot, doot. Oh, man. Yeah, that sucks. It's a bad look. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not a good look. To fall asleep in the writer's room on your first day, but yeah, it's probably something like. Hey, do do do! Wake up. <laughs> Got a meeting to go to. Uh, Melser had a couple extra details as well in the newsletter this week. "Quote: The writing teams have been split up, just as the Raw and SmackDown rosters will be after mid-October when the next talent draft takes place." We had heard that after Mania. Whoops! That the writers, the writing teams, were put together into one massive group. Anyways, the idea is to do two exclusive shows with exclusive head executives working on their brand. Exclusive writing teams, exclusive talent, and exclusive announcing teams. The change does have to do with Vince McMahon nearly every week believing that he had to rewrite the shows, which he hasn't been doing with Raw, which Koski had been the lead, the head writer of working under Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. So Vince yeah, got no, tired that's... of rewriting the show and said, and said uh, Ryan Ward, go home. Mm-hmm. That's an, Yeah, he's, I mean, it, it honestly it sounds like exactly like the Road Dog situation. This literally just happened. Where Road Dog, who we had understood was like one of the head guys there at SmackDown, he was like the key guy over there. And then suddenly Vince started redoing everything he did. He just got yeah. He's like, dude, I, I can't deal with that. Like, what the heck? I put a lot of time into this, and Vince comes in and starts. Ah. Yeah, exactly. It up. I'm telling you, man, they just need to conglomerate like all the power under Paul Heyman, have him take over. Well, both shows be kind of difficult now. Now that it's going to be completely separate deals, that's going to be that's going to be a bit different, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I I don't know what he expected. I mean, look, it's it's easy to like you know clown Eric Bischoff for this stuff, but it's like you like WWE knew Vince knew what he was getting into. Yeah, he knew that Bischoff wasn't up to speed, wasn't following the product whatsoever. Uh, he hadn't been involved in the creative capacity in wrestling in a very long time. Yeah, um, even when he was. Track record mixed at best. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, but this is not surprising at all. No. It's like, I'm sorry. And, and it's not it's not like a knock on Bischoff. It's what, what would you expect to have happen? I know. You know, it's like, yes, he was he was in a lead creative position for a very long time at WCW, or at least for what five years or so. Well, he's in there for a while, yeah. But then after that, after... I mean, if he, he was fired or whatever or let go in like 99 or 2000. Yeah, they brought him back. But he was he... And then Nitro started in 95? Six. Six? Was it 96 or 95? Yeah, 96. 
but he was doing creative stuff before that. He's the one that called uh, uh, Medusa and said, hey, come bring your belt with you. And that was late 95. Yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, he was around for a little while. Yeah. Um, so, man, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that... Uh... I mean, like here... Like Wait, Nitro started when? 90, 96, I believe. When did the Medusa thing happen? 95. Oh, I guess it would be 95. Sorry, yeah, 95. Yeah. Um, like, <clears throat> doing creative stuff, at least in my estimation, isn't like riding a bicycle. It's not something... If you get out of the practice of, of, of having your mind focused on creative endeavors, sometimes it takes a while to get back in that mindset. There's that. That's totally true. But there's also two other big things. Number one, he's never been in creative at WWE. And number two, well, sort of the same thing, I guess. He was head of creative when he was the man at WCW. Like he was just cashing Ted Turner's checks. Yeah. Ted Turner wasn't the Vince McMahon. Like no, you know, he, he didn't really have to answer to anybody. Having final say in creative, so you know he hasn't been in the pro wrestling business for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And when he was, it wasn't under Vince McMahon. Mm -hmm. Like it's a completely different situation. And on top of that, like the writing staff situation there seems to be such a fluid thing. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of movie in the writers room when you show up to any day to work and they've got the weird thing where there's like 20 writers at home, you know, in Connecticut or whatever. And then you've got like your road crew also, it's all just a really weird, like it's not, it's so not surprising for a guy to go in who already has a reputation of his own. It's like, granted, he's built relationships, yeah, but he's also, he also has pre there's a preconceived notion of what he is also, totally. I imagine amongst everybody there. Yeah. Motorcycle gangs, motorcycle gangs and garbage trucks. And he comes in, and it's it would seem like it'd be very overwhelming. Yeah, it seemed like it would, it'd be super overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, all that, and then add on top of that, trying to get up to speed on everything that's been going on in the wrestling industry, mm -hmm. even over just the past year. Yeah. So it's not just so much he has to get up to speed on WB storylines. He has to get up to what's been going on industry-wide, I would think. Ah, September of 95. Okay, that's when Nitro started. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, get up to speed industry-wide to know what's kind of going on AEW, New Japan. Uh, NXT. Oh, yeah. He kind of needs to know a bit about all that. Yeah, I know. If he really wants to be in tune with the current wrestling zeitgeist and channel that to what's going on in SmackDown. Like, it seemed fairly obvious, man, that, like, the announcement of Heyman and Bischoff was simply something that Vince McMahon wanted to put out there to generate short-term buzz. Well, and then potentially engender some goodwill from hardcore wrestling fans. I mean, I think Heyman's reputation is far better than Bischoff's oh, is 100%, from yeah. a creative standpoint. Uh -huh, yeah, absolutely. But still, as I say, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Yeah, totally. You hear Bischoff coming back, you think, oh, NWO. Mm -hmm, That's yeah. the first thing you think. Yeah. And, uh, or you think Monday Night Wars. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah, you're going to yeah. pit these two guys. You exactly. know? Oh, wow, WCW, ECW versus you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And it was like, okay, well, let's think about how this is actually going to practically play out. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what we figured yeah. you know, would, what would happen. I was hoping not. I don't want anybody to fail. That sucks. You know, I was hoping that he'd come in and somehow miraculously we'd see a creative renaissance, but that just seemed not likely. You know, I'll say this, though, about the, the, the who attacked Roman storyline. Yeah, the doppelganger bit was brought up and then dropped. And I don't know if they mean just specifically that story beat or the storyline as a whole. Because initially it was going to be introduced storyline, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Um, thankfully, correctly, they said, okay, we're, that's really rushing this storyline. It's been about two weeks. Let's take our time with it. And while the execution of everything hasn't been great, it's been largely silly and ridiculous. That being said... It got Buddy Murphy on TV. Mm -hmm. uh, it got us a lot more Daniel Bryan. And potentially now, 
we got Eric Rowan coming into his own as a performer, uh, giving him an opportunity to do stuff by himself instead of as henchmen yet again. The two things that are that are so great about that are the two things that seemingly are accidental. I'm not going to say <clears throat> Rowan was accidental, but if this storyline had sort of has has sort of shifted gears at some point, I'm not sure if the plan was. I mean, I look. I hope the plan was. Hey, let's try to get Rowan to be a top heel mm -hmm. out of this. I think that's a great plan going yeah. into it because I love yeah. when they try to create stars and who's the best star creator out there, Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. uh, and then having Roman giving his you know approval as well matters. You know, mm -hmm. hey, I could he potentially could do the job to him in some way, shape, yeah, or form, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and still look good at Clash of Champions if that's still going to be the match. Um, I like that idea. The Buddy Murphy thing, completely accidental. Yeah, but they realized there was some chatter about it online, and they took advantage of it. Absolutely. So, to, the, to their credit, to yeah, Vince's credit, 100%. It could have just as easily just been, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It could have been that, and it wasn't. And he gave it, He was given an opportunity to shine, and he's killed it every single yep. time. Hopefully that yep. momentum continues. Yes. I don't believe he was on TV this past week. No. Yeah, he was not. Yeah. Unfortunately. But Alistair Black spent a couple weeks off TV, too. Yeah. That's a match we need to see on SmackDown Live oh, TV. Oh, 100 Alistair million. Alistair Black oh. versus Buddy Murphy. Hell absolutely, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Heck yes, man. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Anyways. Uh, hey, man, it's time for my favorite segment. Let's, net, let's nitpick AEW. Oh, yeah. Boy, man, before we get into this, because so it's it's we're, we're going to talk about all elite wrestling's latest pay per view numbers, yeah, and how they such as they are right now. I mean, it's not like all publicly available, but anyways, yes, right, exactly. And there's like one big number that is not available, and that's the Bleacher Report Live, mm -hmm. the BR Live thing, which apparently Patrick Sparks still having a hard time getting his uh, bummer, man. I know it sucks. He needs to contact his bank. Um, but uh, have you noticed that, like, especially on Twitter? I know you, you don't you, you pride yourself on not quite tuning in as much as I do, maybe, but. Uh, Boy, people are nitpicking them, yeah, like big time. Yeah, like this whole really all this business all with Cody. I saw the thing. We'll, we'll we'll get to this a bit more. Well, I guess we just do it now. That uh, there's a the main event you would think for Full Gear is announced. Cody taking on Jericho for the mm -hmm. AEW title. And I saw a lot of people getting on it a little bit. It's like, well, if wins and losses matter, shouldn't you have waited till after Cody's uh, match against Sammy Guevara at the first TV before making this announcement? They gotta sell tickets, man. Yeah, dude, it's a business. Like, I don't know. If if Cody lost to Sammy Guevara, you could 
potentially turn that into a story uh-huh. then. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that people right now really – and look, I, I, I think it's I, – I do think that there's, there's a lot going on, especially with Meltzer reporting the way he does in a very favorable fashion to AEW because they're his friends. That's kind of obvious. Uh, that well, definitely as when it comes to critiquing their matches. Uh, yeah, but there, there's, there's, there's a lot more. Like the, the backstage yeah, fight I know, stuff. I know, I know, I know. There's a lot going on there. But that's totally fine. He's he's they're his friends. Hey, if we had friends who were doing something, I'd try to put them over too. Oh yeah, good for him. He's got a platform. That's awesome. Um, but uh, but man, like people really just want to nitpick. I know at AEW. Well, let's try to parse these these numbers here. Why don't we? And yeah, then sure. and then we can be critical. Okay, sounds good. Uh, this is from all from the newsletter. This is what Dave had to say. Quote: As far as pay per view goes, it was a mixed bag. Traditional U.S. television pay-per-view was down significantly from Double or Nothing, although we'll finish well ahead of All In. Streaming pay-per-view in the U.S. on Bleach Report Live was up, although we don't know by how much. The only straight number we have, which is U.S. television pay-per-views, looks to be about 28,000 buys. Double or Nothing, as of a few days after, was closer to 35,000, ended up at 39,000. So this should have been another 10 to 12% added to that number when all is said and done. So we're looking around 30,000. All this together would indicate something around 100,000. I don't know where he gets that number from. Yeah, I don't get where he gets that number from. Which, while not up from last time, does show staying power, which was the big question. It's still above any what any company other than WWE or WWF or WCW ever did. And many of those companies had weekly television on Strong Station. It also beat most of the WCW shows at the end. Isn't really saying much. Um, he mentions this last little tidbit. On both television, pay-per-view, and Bleacher Report, 46% of those ordering had ordered double or nothing. That means 54% didn't. Oh, oh, okay, hold on. But here's a question I have about that. Say, I don't know if this is across both platforms or one or the other. Because this could just been a thing where someone orders double or nothing on traditional pay-per-view, and then next time says, oh, I can do it on Bleacher Report, I'll give that a try. Mm-hmm. You know? Wait a second. How would he have the figure on the percent, the the demographic for breakdown for Bleacher Report if he doesn't have the number for the Bleacher Report number? I mean, did, did he just forget to add? Is that where he gets the hundred thousand from? Is you that he think so? But he said uh, he says streaming pay per view in the U.S. on Bleacher Report Live was up, although we don't know by how much. If he had known the numbers, he would have known by how much. Maybe he knew. Yeah. Did he have the... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it, here, here's the thing. When, you, when, you, when, he, when he references early AEW numbers, we're still in early AEW yeah. numbers. Yeah, I know. This is show number three. three, technically. Four if you count all in. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's 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 we're in early. Like TV doesn't start for another three weeks or four weeks or whatever. Almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's still it's still pretty great. It's a it's a young company. They're not going to do things perfectly. I mean, things like the title getting stolen are bound to happen. <laughs> but um, and then the win loss thing. I think people take just a little too a little too serious. Look, man, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Just chill. it's okay. Like I know. Although, you know, here's the thing. I don't know if you read uh, Tony Khan and the, the SI announcement about uh, the Cody-Jericho um, uh, match. That's like the one thing he points to is justification why Cody is getting the match. So 
I guess the company is going to make a point of mentioning that. Oh, sure. To justify. Yeah. yeah. It's open for criticism. Yeah, it, it, it is. But, but at the same time, yes, I know it's pro wrestling. It's it's pro wrestling. Like, you know, and yes, they've made maybe too much of a deal. The one thing the one thing that I did. Wait, was it? Uh, no, never mind. That was that was just on Twitter. Somebody had a criticism. And one that I think is probably the most valid in terms of story is them having made such a big deal about the Young Bucks and Cody and Kenny being EVPs or being vice mm-hmm. presidents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that, I don't know. I I, I I sort of understand where they're coming from. It's like, hey, these are the people, the people that you've trusted with uh, some of the most memorable wrestling moments over the past 24 months are in control. So you're in good hands. At the same time, they're also the wrestlers who in storyline you know, are now not going to be able to consider be considered underdogs necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Although they're trying to do that with Kenny, it seems. They're like. trying to do that with Kenny. I, th- I think it should be, it should end up being successful. Yeah, like you know, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of nitpicking out there. It's a young company. There's gonna, there's going to be missteps. Mm-hmm. Not every. I know you want them to be perfect, and it's they're not going to be perfect. Not every time. And if no. they stumble, it's not a reason to say, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna they're, they're gonna crash and burn." You know, so I don't know. I just, no, you're right. Pe- people tend to do that. But yeah, Cody versus Jericho. Confirmed. Yeah, that should be good. That was uh, announced uh, yeah, by SI and then uh, all eat later independently confirmed it. This is what Tony Khan had to say when talking Sports Illustrated. Uh, Cody's outstanding record in singles competition. It's three matches, though. Has secured him <laughs> the number one contender ranking, and he'll be challenging AEW world champion Chris Jericho in the first ever in his oh yeah, the first ever pay-per-view defense of the championship on November 9th in Baltimore at full gear. Cody earned this opportunity over the summer as he remained unbeaten in singles bouts, scoring pins on a pair of proven veterans, defeating his older brother, legendary wrestler Dustin Rhodes at double or nothing, and beating bitter rival and former partner Sean Spears at All Out, and battling to a draw with the exciting upstart Darby Allen at Fighter Fest. Yeah, well, what's your take on this in terms of... So that was another nitpick that I saw on, uh, on social media was the idea that... This isn't this pay per view isn't happening until November. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have made this announcement on TV? Yeah. As opposed to a press release. Because um, I, I want to sell tickets to the show. <laughs> on. I mean, like here's like a common criticism I hear about uh, New Japan shows here in the states is you don't know who's going to be on the card, but when you buy tickets. Yeah. Right. I mean, it happens to WWE, but WWE is like the NFL. It's you know, it's you buy into the name brand. AEW is not to that point yet. Yeah. They need reason still. Especially at this point where the initial enthusiasm is waning maybe a little bit. People need to know what they're getting into when they buy that ticket. The, then, yeah, the enthusiasm is just, it's just, it's reached its peak. And so yes. it's, it's leveling off. Yeah. It's just, it's leveling off. So they yeah. want people to know what they're buying their ticket for. And I actually appreciate that. Yeah. Here's the thing also is that this is simply, like it or not, the era we live in. And WWE did set this precedent by announcing all this stuff on Twitter. That's just, and we complain about it all the time with WWE. It's like, man, why couldn't they have set this up? You know, why couldn't they have announced this? Because like you say, they're selling tickets, but also the era we're living in right mm-hmm. now is stuff breaks on Twitter. That's mm-hmm. where they have it. Or through other media sources. Or through, yeah, exactly. Like they they place a lot in that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I see, I, I, I see what they're saying, but... I don't know. I just think that there's there's a lot of sort of needless nitpicking. When yeah, it comes to AEW. no, I agree. And the, the spotlight is big, is huge on them. It's really impressive what they've done so far, mm-hmm. um, and it has it's it's opened up a lot of business opportunities for a lot of wrestlers. Yep. And I think that can't be understated. Yeah, and that's mo- probably the most important thing about the creation of All Elite, giving people 
another place to go to to make money doing wrestling. Mm, for so sure, who you got yeah. winning this title match? It's got to be Jericho, yeah. Jericho's holding he that can't belt for lose it on his first. And you know this is kind of an interesting thing because, and I think this is this is smart booking. Uh, Cody being like the EVP of the company. Get his title shot out of the way yeah. so that you're not asking, okay, when is he going to insert himself? Yeah, yeah, How's that yeah. going to happen? Yeah. Um, I think I think that's pretty smart. It is smart. Like, get that out of the way. He does have the best record right now, but Jericho's a champion. He's going to be champion probably, I would like to think, until Kenny takes it off him because mm-hmm. Kenny's got to get back up on his. And then you'd have the rubber match too. Mm-hmm, yeah. It makes all sense in the yeah. world. Have Kenny be the guy to take it off him. How many, but how many losses do you think Kenny's going to eat? He'll lose to Mox. He'll, he'll lose to Mox. Is that going to be rock bottom? I think so. Or is he going to then lose to. The Dark Order guy. Which one? The Stu guy. or Evil Uno? Evil Uno. Loses to Chuck. Is he going to lose to Chuck? He's going to lose to Trent. To Chuck Taylor. The guy he beat for the U.S. title in New Japan. Right, yeah. Squashes him in a minute and a half. Yeah, there you go. Is he going to lose to Marco Stunt? Ooh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fresh off the heels of an awesome match against Tyler Bate. Walter's still in the news. He spoke to Talk Sports, and he was asked, "Hey, Walter, main yeah. roster for you? Yes or no?" I'm gonna go visit my dad, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So his answer is kind of confusing. This we had to say, "quote I would go on the main roster at some point, but I wouldn't move to America. Moving to America is not for me. American lifestyle is not for me. No, I couldn't imagine that. When it comes to that, I stay where I am. But I'm able to get on a plane." Whoa! So, hold on, back up. What? What's this word after that? Laughs? Did Walter laugh? I want to hear. I gotta yeah, he watch this. Said this. Hmm. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta watch this Walter interview, man. Hmm. I want to hear him laugh. Hmm. I probably should have done that in the first place because, like, that's our job. Um, so yeah, if you're gonna go on main roster, you can't live in the states. Yeah. Otherwise, the options are: you fly out here, you wor- you work your three to five days, fly back to your home in Germany, uh, only probably to get on a plane to fly back to the United States. Yeah. You'd be like afforded zero opportunity. Day. Yes, like no, the probably the same day. day. Yeah, because depending on it's like a twelve to 13, twelve to fifteen hour travel day, probably, yeah. if not longer, depending hey. on layovers and such. I got the private plane, supersonic, and you, and you hear about yeah, he's got the Concorde. He goes so fast. Um, you hear about wrestlers who live in the states and they get like a day and a half home, and they live like in Orlando. Yeah, you know, so yeah. Uh, that'd be great, though. I mean, you know, it'd, it'd be cool. I, I like the... Uh, so, according to the newsletter as well, Cesaro and uh, Drew McIntyre have both inquired with Triple H about doing some stuff in the UK. Yeah, Drew's been public about it, too. He who, wants to be matched against Walter. Who wouldn't want to see that? Oh, my like, gosh. That's the kind of thing. Like, don't take Walter to Maine. Bring Maine to Walter. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. God dang, that match was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Can't good. Imagine a, a takeover match with Drew and Walter. Oh, my gosh. Oh, That'd be great. Amazing. Walter wins. Yeah, of course. No, that'd be cool, though. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I don't know, man. I, again, a lot of moving pieces with all those rosters they have. And I am kind of disappointed. They just shuffled Cesaro days later back to Raw for a quick loss to Miz. Yeah, no, that's disappointing. Like, they, do need, they do need to learn how to capitalize on momentum. Momentum. In good matches. If somebody has buzz coming out of something that really sort of captured the zeitgeist in the moment, then you need to capitalize on that. You just don't send him back to Raw and have him lose yeah. with a skull-crushing finale. Yeah, usually it takes like multiple of those to beat people. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, i got one last story here about Marty Skrull. The villain. Throughout this week, uh, it's been seemingly confirmed by every outlet um, that his contract is up in November with Ring of Honor. He will be out of Ring of Honor potentially in November. 
Um, so that makes him free agent. Question needs to be asked, where is he going to go? Mm. Melser speculated, or maybe he has inside information. Who knows? Quote, Sports Illustrated ran that Skrull's deal up is in November, which was the time frame we'd always heard, and it's been confirmed the team is up at the end of November. It says team here. Does that mean Villain Enterprises? Term? That's what I thought. Okay. Where's the E in the... Well, they're not that far, but maybe, you know. He also called the uh, Squared Circle Sirens. He gave that a different name. It was like WrestlingWomen.com or something like Oh, my like goodness. That. Uh, his situation will be very interesting. He is in talks w- about staying. As best we can tell, there is more interest in Skrull from AEW uh, than Taven. And I like, and I think WWE would love a talent like him in NXT, particularly now. His longtime friends are in AEW, and he was basically made a star with being the elite in the Villain Club t-shirts by being aligned with the key people who are in AEW. His star is on the rise even before that. Uh, so in his case, all three options are viable, but I've always heard in this situation not to dismiss the idea he'd go to any of the three options. Mm. So you'd think just based on face value, Ring of Honor would would be the th- third, uh, the, the least likely option for him to choose just based on the fact that they probably don't have the money that AEW WWE does. It's not that large of a platform. And depending on what happens with Cobb, Roosh, Bandito, even Matt Taven, I guess, uh, that could play into his fortunes in that company. There was a bit out there about Ring of Honor bringing up their... Uh, and I, God, I honestly forget if this is the newsletter or, or what. Um, I was looking at, at Rovert's Twitter feed because he's got... It's all over the map with him. But uh, <clears throat> but he did seem to say something, or he did seem to link to something that said uh, Ring of Honor's signing budget has increased and they are trying to throw more money at people. So it, it might be the kind of situation where... All Elite has a fairly big roster at this point. WWE, of course, has endless money. They, they, they would do whatever. But I wonder if it's the kind of thing where Ring of Honor, because they're not able to sign more people, they can throw more people could at be. bigger names. So they could be on par or even, try, or even outbidding AEW. Maybe financially. I don't know. I don't know. Financially, I think it's definitely possible. It's possible, but you, I don't know if it. I guess it depends if Marty wants to work with his friends again or not. That's the big issue. That's the big thing. You know, it's like he's going to, regardless of where he goes, he's going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw a lot of money mm-hmm. at him. It's just I don't think All Elite can rely solely on, hey, come over and see your friends. Yeah. We're not going to give you a, a, a VP role and we're not going to, you know, we're, we'll pay you decent. Yeah. But Ring of Honor might be able to, well, okay, yeah, but we can outbid them by, or we will outbid them by quite a sight. I don't know. He's doing really good work in Ring of Honor. He's mm-hmm. like, Villain Enterprise is like one of the only good things that Ring of Honor has going for it. If they lose that, they are losing one of their biggest draws. They yeah. don't have draws right no. now. No, they don't. So if they're going to put all their money in one place, it's got to be him. It's got to be on And that's a big Marty. decision to make. It's yeah. like, do you want to go on the freaking rocket ship that is AEW for potentially maybe less money? Or do you want to make stupid money and try to rebuild Ring of Honor? That's a big decision to make, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably go to AEW, though. Probably. I mean, you know, on the t-shirt sales alone, you'd think it'd make up for it. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It is a lot of money. All right. You want to answer some questions, Steve? Of course I want to answer some All questions. Right, do I it, live for we'll answering do it immediately. Uh, Dylan asked, Steve, would you be interested in a Simpsons podcast? No, right. I have not watched The Simpsons in a very long. I was a big fan in the nineties, mm-hmm. but like everybody else, I, I just at, at a certain point. Yeah, 
W.S. Fletcher. Wow, I've been watching you guys this long. Happy birthday, Steve. Thank you, W.S. Fletcher. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, Lake Locke, why don't they hire comic book writers? They're used to a little more abstract storylines. Um, you can see uh, uh, comic book writers doing writing for wrestling. I mean, I think that would be on par with... Uh, with I mean, look, the thing about comic book writers is that... And granted, I've only written my own comics. I'm not sure exactly. I know they have to deal with story editors who have a larger story mapped out in advance and then the comic book writers um i mean this is a this is a generalization to the extreme but comic book writers from what i understand work basically alone mm-hmm. like they are in a in, in, their, a, vacuum, in a room yeah. and they're doing their thing they they understand maybe where the story is going if they're working on like a batman or superman or x-men or something um, but these days, I mean, guys like Scott Snyder and I think Tom King is his name. I think they're given a lot of leeway to craft their own story because they have, you know, the, have the, the juice equity. to do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would think that TV writers who I think work more in collaborative environments, um, like I guarantee Sons of Anarchy, they've got the showrunner like Kurt Sutter probably. Yeah. And then they have like a group of writers. Yeah. Who then are tasked with different or things? Or it's like you watch it was a, uh, the behind the scenes stuff for Deadwood, which is yeah, which is I think probably how it's done. Where you have David Milch with no shoes on, lying on the floor, <laughs> they're bouncing around ideas, and he starts dictating dialogue to everybody. It's amazing. Yeah. It's it, that's one of the most incredible creative collaborative videos I've ever seen. I know it's insane. Yeah, that was insane. Um, so I would think that I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, comic book writers are amazing idea people. But in the world of WWE, I think it's such a weird, odd, different yeah, beast. Yeah. I just don't know. Uh, Jose Alaguna, how would The Undertaker say happy birthday, Steve? You. Another year closer to River Stygian for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet you think you're so clever trading my IP for those like a dog shirts. I'm just joking. Go out and make that money, Steve, and I'll see you when you rest in peace. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, poke or poke. Happy birthday, Steve. I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you very much. Uh, the enforcer, Stevie Bradley. Heat check. Hot heat. How excited or nervous are you for wrestling in late 2019 into 2020? Happy birthday, son. Now turn yourself <laughs> in. <laughs> um, I am. I am very excited about it. I think it's a. It's an awesome time. Look, you can you can uh, quibble about the minutia of Dave Meltzer's star ratings, which I certainly did on Twitter this morning. Yeah, but uh, you cannot deny that the fact that those three shows had how many at least you know four star matches between them. Lots. Lots. 
It's a good time to be a professional wrestling fan. Yeah. 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 I'm honestly excited. It's all too much. I'm overwhelmed. Uh, Nee Kyle. <laughs> it's like, it's too much. I'm in therapy. Nee Kyle. <laughs> nee Kyle. Uh, top three bubble memes. For me, nothing tops the Lesnar one. The Lesnar one is top. That's amazing. <laughs> it's top. The one you you loaded up the Prince one this oh, morning. Kiss, yeah. And it's so great because it goes through so long of a of a, a setup, yeah. <laughs> and you know exactly where it's going, like uh, yeah. the second line of the of the verse. Sure, yeah. But still, it, it made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Limp Biscuit one's still good. Uh, that I thought that I think that one is the most the one that feels best when you actually listen to it. It's like, oh man, this actually makes the most sense audibly, yeah. Um, oh, in terms of the rhythm of uh, the rhythm of it, yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's really well done. And then, of course, the first one, the the what's that dude, Lou Lou Bega? Oh, yeah, that his name, yeah, that one's good too. Yeah, that was that's the first and best, I think. Joe Juarez, happy birthday, Steve, you old bastard. You old bastard. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen says, don't laugh at Taven. Oh, we'll laugh at Taven. Yeah, I wonder if he's... See, he doesn't have a whole lot of leverage. That's why I wonder if he's going to get <laughs> like a real payday. He's going to get a Lex Luger deal. <laughs> yeah. Unless they really like him personally, which is very possible. Maybe it's possible. Uh, Dylan, again, the Simpsons podcast is called Four Finger Discount. That's cool. Uh, Alex Ramirez, what's Taven doing in the impact zone? Boy, know. what, dude? Why would any? No. Why would anybody go to Impact at this well, point? I don't even know if Impact would sign Taven. Do you just see them like? Oh, they would, because their deals are nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, like we we could sign Impact wrestlers here because their deals seemingly are like unless they don't pay anything. Yeah. Why would anybody go there? I don't know. Why would anybody like no you, could, you literally no just idea. see them pissing away goodwill mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. with this? Killer that is cross the impact stuff. way. Uh, John Misenberg, happy birthday, Steve. Thank you very much, John. Uh, poke or poke. I just realized Dominic Walter is Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Jose Alaguna, in honor of your birthday wish, what's one conspiracy theory you want to be true? What's one conspiracy theory I would want to be true? Um, is there anything that would benefit mankind? Is there any conspiracy theory out there that... Oh, oh, I know what conspiracy theory I would love to be true. That climate change isn't like a real thing, isn't a man-made thing. Because at that point, it's like, okay, well, it's out of our hands. There's literally nothing we could do. It's just the earth doing its thing. I would love that. Unfortunately, science tells me otherwise. It's all our fault. We are screwing ourselves royally, people. It's all our fault. Oh, my gosh. It's intense. I'd love for that to be fake. Because then it's, it's like, answer. okay, well, yeah, we didn't do it. Uh, Chino Brady, too sweet. Happy birthday, Steve. Thank you. Uh, Epico, $5 to laugh at Taven. <laughs> ha ha. Oh, ha ha. Idiot. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Ha. Uh, let's see here. Tim Spulak says, Steve, can I get you anything? No, Tim. Max Zero. And don't FaceTime me, please. Uh, when NXT goes to USA, will you move the NXT UK and 205 reviews to Fridays for those outside the US that have to wait for Thursdays to get NXT on the network? No, uh, you're going to have to wait to you're just going to have to wait to watch our review because no, we're not going to do that. No, we'll probably end up just having we'll do. I don't know. We haven't talked about this. We've talked about it a little bit. 
But timeliness here is everything yeah. for the YouTube. Yeah. Well, especially for the, the more high-profile stuff. Sure, of course. Uh, now that NXT and AEW are on cable TV, they are going to be that high-profile. Um, so they will both be released. We will, we will do them both on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and either... I don't know what like what the sequence is going to be. Like what what are we going to release first? Like generally speaking, <clears throat> we have in the past been like, hey, we're going to give this, you know, our content. When you're a content creator, you have to make these decisions. Uh, you know, we're going to give it time to breathe. Are we going to do one at 10 and then the other one like at 2 or something? Or are we going to do them both back to back? Well, there's uh, one issue with doing it at the same time is that the only one notification is you're only sent out for one of the videos, not both of them. I know there's there's a couple things like I know I know so I don't know yeah. like we're there's we'll, gonna be some trial and error with that I feel like I think that yeah we'll we'll figure it out to the best of our ability we'll do it yeah and, and if then it works great if not we'll think of something if else. there's something else we can if there's a different way to handle it we'll do that yeah. I mean it could be the kind of case where we'll film them both live back to back and then make the videos public at the same time i don't know i honestly don't know i don't know, I don't know either i don't know either they're uh, not making it easy on us man no finn diesel sending money while i make money happy birthday Steve. oh thank you very much thank you uh let's see here uh patrick sparks uh we know of james angel and the troll what would the other members of Funhouse team's wrestling gimmicks Didn't be they all have wrestling gimmicks at one of their live shows i thought i saw videos of that on twitter Maybe. I don't remember what they were, though. Maybe. If you can give a, a gimmick to Kovic, what would it be? I really need to watch Arizona Circle. I keep on meaning to get a first membership. Yeah, there. I want to check that out, I too. want to see Arizona Circle. Mm. I, I think Elise is, like, one of the most talented people. I would be shocked if she didn't end up, like, directing actual movies mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. Or being like, she should she should have an agent trying to get her in Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. at this point. She's mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What the, I don't know what her wrestling gimmick could be, though. I mean, it's too early in the morning for me to think about this. Stuff. It's ten thirty. <laughs> it's too early to think about this stuff. I'm thinking about the 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 pound and a half of chicken I got in the fridge. I'm waiting to put in my tummy. <laughs> That's what my mind's on right now. That's good, man. Keep I grilled a bunch of chicken last night. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, Dylan Haggett, happy birthday, Mr. Steve. Here. Thank you very much, Dylan. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see here, David De La Cruz. With the announcement of Jericho versus Cody for the AEW title, do you think AEW focuses too much on tag team wrestlers that there isn't a good lineup of singles wrestlers to challenge for the title besides Cody, Kenny, or Pac? Well, there's Moxley, too. It's real easy to pivot uh, either Ray Phoenix or, or Pentagon to the title scene because they're both spectacular. Mm -hmm. Marty Skrull comes in in November. He's another name that could be put in the, in the world title scene. I, I, wouldn't even, I don't even think you have to worry about him. Look, here's the thing. You've got... Cody can I mean one thing one thing that they're gonna not want to do necessarily is is uh there haven't been and granted it's super early, but eventually they're gonna want to get into storylines that will necessitate rematches. Yeah. So you could carry out Jericho versus Cody for a couple months and have some rematches and variations on those matches. Mm -hmm. Um so you could do that. Kenny's going to have his storyline where he's his, his crisis confidence storyline yeah. that he's in the middle of right now. You get pack in there, you spend that time building up hangman mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you've got guys like 
Guevara. You've got guys MJF. like MJF. All those guys in the death match that are, I think, yeah, yeah, terrific. Yeah, yeah. Darby yeah. Allen, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela. and Joey Janela. So, but you do look. Here's the thing: you can't do this once a month. You're gonna have to do, you know, you're gonna have to do some rematches. You're gonna have to do some yeah, stories yeah, yeah, yeah. that totally, you're gonna. Totally. Hey, you're gonna have to do some wonky finishes. Yep, and that's okay. That's all right. Jose Alaguna says, "Hire Bruce Green for going in Raw." He seems to be doing okay for himself. Bruce does not want to be hired. Number one, we couldn't afford Bruce. No. Number two, Bruce is has explicitly stated he's leaving Funhouse to start his own business to mm -hmm. build his own brand. Yes. And I think that's terrific. It is. I'm Best very of luck excited to Bruce. for him. He's great. He's wildly creative. Yeah. Super smart dude. Really driven. Uh, I imagine he'll succeed wildly. I agree. Uh, Juan Guerrero can Ring of Honor do anything at all to keep Marty Scroll once his contract expires, or is him going to AEW already the surest of sure things? I don't think it's the surest of sure things. I think it's the most likely scenario. But I, you know, depending on how much budget they have for new contracts, they can just throw a ton of money at him. I think that if they, if it, all the only thing they have is money and the promise that, or the the idea of rebuilding. Helping to rebuild. Making him the centerpiece of the rebuild. Yeah. That's that's all they can do. That's all mm -hmm. they have. Because it's not like they have. They don't even have like a bunch of awesome dream matches that he would, you know. It's like you got uh, Roosh there. You got Jeff Cobb. You got but Bandito. They're, they're going to be free agents soon too. But we have no idea if I they're going to resign. I know. No clue. Uh, Fuego Rob. Who would be the Brady Bunch of wrestling? So there are nine family members. There is mom and dad. And they each have three kids? It was... Or four? It was, they each had three. All right. Yeah, they each had three. And then a, there was Alice, the... The maid. The maid, yes. Yeah. So Triple H and Stephanie are the mom and dad. Uh-huh. Triple H brings with him Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. Okay. And then Stephanie brings... Three women. Sasha, Bailey. Charlotte. Charlotte. That's I can't good. leave Becky out, though. She's the maid. She's Alice. Because she used to, Alice used to keep everybody in check. I guess so. I mean, it's a loose analogy. It's the Brady Bunch, man. What do you want? I know. What do you want from me? I'm sure that if we got into, if we knew more about AAA, there's some more actual familias mm. out there. Like, would Umberto and Angel Garza yeah. be part of the uh, the Garza? The Garza family, family. yes. Who's, yes. Who's the head Garza guy? Hector? Is it? I think so. And there's the Stuff the Guerrero really, family. Really learn. Yeah. Don't know. Corey Guerrero. Yeah. Eddie Chavo. Chavo uh -huh. Jr. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know any of this stuff. I bought a book. Oh yeah? I bought a book About? on Amazon. <laughs> there's a lot of books on Amazon. <laughs> That's what they started doing. Um, what's this book I bought? Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That's not it. Here it is. So, no, one of the things that Meltzer mentioned in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, probably the thing that he um, is best at is uh, his, uh, he's a historian. Uh -huh. And he said, while uh, 
uh, oh. writing up the Harley Race stuff, St. Louis territory. he referenced this wrestling at the chase, the inside story of Sam Muchnick and the Legends of Professional Wrestling book. They have fourteen dollars on Amazon, so I went ahead and bought it. Good idea. I, I want to study up on stuff more, man. There you go. I want to be wrestling historian. Learn all about <laughs> St. Louis territory. Yeah. Uh, uh, all T control delete. Happy birthday, Steve. Ooh, thank you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, wow. Ouch. Stuart Lee going in raw. You're my only hope. I'm 0-7 so far in my office pay-per-view pool. Oh, dear. For Clash of Champions, I will be making your picks my picks. My fortunes are in your hands. Hopefully, I will be celebrating victory with two sweets to all the friendos. Good luck. Good luck with that. But then you have to choose between our picks. If we differ on picks, whose pick you're going to go with. Yeah. We should really, I would, that's something that I, I wanted in the spirit of more collaborations. We should. More, pr- more prediction pools. Reach out to. We, we did that with our, with our friendos over at Busted Wide Open once. We did. We should do that more often. We should reach out to like, I mean, our most noted rival, Brian Zane. Yeah. Reach out. To, oh. Well, that's more your issue than mine. Are we we got to have a conglomerated front here, man. We need some solidarity against Brian Zane. Are you, you with get, me on you this? You got to get over the beef. That was all the way back to the first H title match. That's water in the bridge, man. You need, you need, you need to have the competition. Well, I'm competitive. I don't like to. See but I, when the game's succeed. over, you let it go. No, that game's man. over. No, it's never. The game is never over. Gosh, game Alt, of life, baby. Alt control, delete. Uh, new member, welcome. Oh, nice. You can watch Ask Stephen Larson later today. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we should probably get on that, anyways. Oh, sorry, oh, one Dion, more. Uh, Steve, enjoy your day. Here's to getting wasted. Number one. That's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh, yeah, man. Anyways, thanks everybody. For tuning in we appreciate it thanks all everybody for your birthday wishes thanks so much larson for this book here enjoy very excited about that uh and uh yeah ask steven larson's coming up either later today or, or tomorrow whenever i decide to get up but we are going to do one mm-hmm. thanks for watching until next time talk to you later goodbye where's the button to do Say that every time same there place right here be a part of going in raw today at patreon.com forward slash steven larson Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.